just being, I guess, being a leader, like, I've never really been put in a leadership mm-hmm. role. So it was something that I was a bit scared of. Like, how do I make this, how do I make tough decisions? So I had to really learn about that. So mm-hmm. I think being in this role is really, I feel like I'm someone anyway who I have to learn on it. You just have to chuck me in. You just have to, That's yeah. just me. And the thing is, even like, it'll help with my Christian faith because you're, it's, mm-hmm. it teaches you to be a lead, like be a man, like be a leader and stuff. So just being in that position. Like there's been challenges I've had here and there where I'm like, oh, I don't know what decision to make. But you just have to trust yourself to back it. And like upon that, I guess that was the biggest one. It's sort of the mental aspect, I would say, is the biggest one for me. Because you've got two things. You have imposter syndrome. You don't know, yeah. oh, am I good enough as last year's? Am I doing mm-hmm. well? And obviously there's, we're on Zoom. Like we're yeah. on live. Yeah. It's like, I won't lie, it did break me. I was like, oh no, it's all going to be online because I had all these plans. Mm-hmm. So, I had, so that was a thing, but like, I think just, and even still now, I'm still going for it. Like how, like just believing you've done a good job despite being online. But the fact that people, the fact that we have about 10 people that come consistently. Yeah. We have people engaging on Instagram. People have even messaged me like, you know, you've done such a good job. It's like, it helps me a lot because that imposter syndrome, it just gets you sometimes like, oh, I'm not doing a good enough job. So it's something that, like I said, I'm still dealing with till now, yeah. but it's getting better. So I feel like the online thing is, I'm sure like you know, yeah. like being in no, I, I understand. What What's some sort of advice you'd give to perhaps the next generation of leaders for the Multicultural Society? What What would be like one of the advice you'd give them just based off your experience? Ooh. I would say, it's a good one because based on my experience I would honestly say just believe like back yourself so today we have the absolutely wonderful humongous Nuku <laughs> See, you're a natural at this. You're so much better than I am. Um, <laughs> this is going off to a great start. <laughs> to be fair, I say that at every episode, so it's probably a bad sign on me. Um, anyhow, moving on. Uh, so today we're just going to be discussing a little bit about university, focusing on your role as president in the multicultural society and how like the impacts of that, both on other people and on yourself. I'm going to be very rude and take out my phone because I have a set of questions that I have written here. Professional. Love it. Mm. So the first thing I want to ask is uh, how did how did that the Multicultural Society come about in the first place? What was like the idea behind it? Uh, who were like the original members mm. and what were like your initial like sort of challenges towards that? So before I came, probably, I don't know when exactly started, but it used to be a thing called the ACS. So mm-hmm. it's African Caribbean Society. And these are, they have these like in all unis across like England and stuff. And they're just to bring like, you know, black people together. Mm-hmm. But then I believe last year, so obviously Edshaw doesn't have the most like diversity. Yeah. So then like more Asian, like from the Asian community came. So then it became mm-hmm. like African, Asian, Caribbean. But then the year 
I joined, sort of my first year, mm-hmm. the presidents of that year changed it to multicultural. And that ah. was the kind of hope to just make it more, because some people may be a bit intimidated if they see a specific this. So if it's multicultural, yeah. they feel like everyone could sort of come in. Mm-hmm. And I feel like the name change has helped a lot because we have people, you know, that are from England that yeah. want to come. You can get people like who are from Spain, maybe mm-hmm. Irish people, they will come. And I think making it multicultural is definitely benefited a lot and just just building a community for Edshill that you know we don't mm-hmm. people don't necessarily know about so I think that's good so kind of as you can say, see I'm a very great interviewer I don't know how to put it all into words um, what's kind of what does it mean to you to be part of it to be also at the head of the multicultural society has it had an impact on your uni experience do you think I think so. When I came in first year, it helped. Like, just joining it helped a lot. Like, I just joined it just to meet new people, necessarily. Mm-hmm. It wasn't necessarily just to meet other people, but it had a big impact. Like, I felt like I had a home away from home. Mm. I don't know. I just, as soon as I came in, like, sometimes you go to places you don't know, but as soon as I came in, I fitted instantly. So All I right. Think okay. The thing that I loved the most about it was, like, it felt like a community. So on Tuesdays, we'd have sessions, but not everyone came to the Tuesdays. But you yeah. know, you know Tom, Jeff, or whatever. Yeah. Just just through friends of friends, and it just felt like a big community at Edgehill, despite not everyone coming to, like you'd just be walking down the street. Oh, you're that guy from MCS. Ah. So I'd be like that. So being a part of it, when I got asked to be, well, not asked, but like, you know, when it was proposed to me to become president, at yeah. first I was a bit like, oh, I don't know if I'm the right person. But then just thinking about how much it impacted me, yeah. it's like this is how I can give back, and honestly, it's the one of the best experiences I've ever done in my life. I've seen, like, people have messaged us and be like, oh, without MCS, I would be lost in uni. I have a community, I have friends. And mm-hmm. it's so important, especially for Edgehill, it's not the most diverse place, so having this place where we can kind of do our own thing, mm-hmm. I think is really important, and I'm just so proud that I'm a part of it. I think you keep talking about it as if it's, like, one big kind of family, yeah. and you all seem to get along despite... The thing is, though, you're all different cultures, yeah. which I find really interesting because it tends to be people of the same culture will tend to get along, mm-hmm. but you guys are a big group of people from everywhere, yeah. and it's it's not, like you said, it's not just African, Caribbean, and Asian, but it's everyone from everywhere, people from Spain. Yeah. How, how do you think that works? What is it about it that is so inviting, so much like a family, mm-hmm. that it, it actually works? And do you have... I mean, I'm probably piling on the questions here, but do you have any sort of like conflicts within that and or cultural barriers that you have to cross? I think, well, for what I feel like when you're, you know, when you're th- someone who's diverse, like from, you know, like the immigrant parents, mm-hmm. you tend, to, obviously it's not the same, but you tend to sort of have similar experiences. So mm. maybe like our parents may be stricter. Yeah. You may have had maybe troubles in school. Not necessarily like bullying, but maybe just, mm-hmm. I don't know, but there's certain jokes. And I feel like yeah. the society is informal. It's, you just come, you chill out. Obviously, we have our discussions and stuff, but it's very. it just feels like you're just coming along with your friends, having mm-hmm. a good time. And I feel like with the barriers, at first, that was something, and even the president of Lofty was saying, like, it's something that can play in their mind, like, how do you... Because if it's like, specifically African, it's easy to just be like, all right, we yeah. can do this. But how do you bring them all together? It wasn't something I was thinking, but you just have to, I don't know, 
we don't necessarily focus on specifics. We just focus. So for instance, we have discussions, mm-hmm. and we had one called "Where Are You From?" So we're kind of they're broad questions. We don't really niche it down. I think mm-hmm. that helps a lot. But it, it is something that I first played. Oh, how do you do it? But I think just similar experiences, and everyone there, I think they're just open to learn as well. Yeah. So there's always things that help us, you know, express things about our culture. Like we had a um, a show and tell. And that we learned about things from Portugal, things oh, wow. from Singapore, things from Ghana. So it's like we're all willing to learn and we've all sort of had similar experiences. And like I said, there's people from England who mm-hmm. they have completely different, but the people we have, yeah. they're so open to learn and it even surprises me. So I was like, yeah. That's pretty cool, actually. What are the personal challenges that you've had being at the center of it, do you feel? I think obviously at the start, the first thing was how how do I, I don't know if I offend, but how do I just manage all these different cultures? How do I, like, would I, because obviously I'm African, so I thought maybe I'd favor more Africans mm-hmm. because that's what I know. So I guess the first one is sort of how to manage them all. But you just have to make, what I found was, you just have to make your sessions just chill and neutral. Mm-hmm. But one thing I did was I, so I went on Google, this is advice I got, I went on Google, and I typed in sort of like big national events. So you had obviously Black ah, History Month. Yeah. You have Diwali, you have like Ramadan, Easter, stuff like that. Yeah. So I just have mm-hmm. it on my notes and I just find ways. Because sometimes like, do I make it a session or do I make it? So we have an Instagram page. So mm-hmm. what we did was whenever it's big events, we do them all on Instagram. So Black History Month, Yeah. we did this thing where every day we had like a black historical figure. Yeah. Had, like little facts. For Diwali, we just had a little fact. Chinese New Year, so good. We had an arts competition. Yes, yes, so, I remember that. Yeah, yeah. Oh, what was it? What was it? Was like the there was like a the, the cow, the multicolored, the multicolored yeah. cow. Yeah. That was really cool, actually. They were actually all the art on oh, that was really really good. It was actually not an easy decision. So talented. Yeah. So we we just we said do whatever like. Or sorry, were those all from the society? Yeah. Oh. yeah so good. Who won in the end? It was the cow. Oh really? So we oh. got so we we summoned a lot of our friends just to vote, and that mm-hmm. cow just yeah, <laughs> sword <laughs> right. Well, yeah, that's what we did for Chinese New Year. So I think that was one of the challenges. Another one is just being, I guess, being a leader. Like I've never really been put in a leadership mm-hmm. role, so it was something that I was a bit scared of. Like, how do mm-hmm. I make this? How do I make tough decisions? So I had to really learn about that. So mm-hmm. I think being in this role is really, I feel like I'm someone anyway who I have to learn on it. You just have to chuck me in. You just have to, That's yeah. just me. And I think it's even like, it'll help with my Christian faith because, you know, it's, mm-hmm. it teaches you to be a lead, like be a man, like be a leader and stuff. So just being in that position. Like there's been challenges I've had here and there where I'm like, oh, I don't know what decision to make. But you just have to trust yourself to back it. And like upon that, I guess that was the biggest one is sort of, the mental aspect, I would say, is the biggest one for me. Because you've got two things. You have imposter syndrome. You don't know, yeah. oh, am I good enough as last year's? Am I doing mm-hmm. well? And obviously, there's we're on Zoom. Like, we're yeah. online. Yeah. It's like, ah, I won't lie. It did brick me. I was like, oh, no, it's all going to be online. Because I had all these plans. Mm-hmm. So, I had, so that was a thing. But, like, I think just... And even still now, I'm still going for it. Like, how... Like, just believing you've done a good job, despite being online... 
but the fact that people the fact that we have about 10 people that come consistently yeah we have people engaging on instagram people have even messages to be like you know you've done such a good job it's like it helps me a lot because that imposter syndrome it just gets you sometimes like oh, i'm not doing a good enough job so it's something that like i said i'm still dealing with till now yeah but it's getting better so i'll be like the online thing is i'm sure like you know yeah like, being in yeah, I, I understand what what's some sort of advice you give to perhaps the next generation of leaders for the multicultural society? What what would be like one of the advice you give them just based off your experience? I would say it's a good one because based on my experience, I would honestly say just believe, like back yourself, mm-hmm. like. I'll give an example of the sign language thing. I had no idea how yeah. I was going to collab, but then Chinese New Year came. And it like, just sprung this just, great idea. Like, if you want to, if you believe, if you believe something will work, then work at it. Like, don't just say, oh, I want to do this and have that. Like, actually go and work at mm-hmm. it because you you just don't know. People, look, some, even in your committee, they may not even believe that will work. But if you yeah. believe that will work, then, like, show them how. Like, I showed people how sign language could work. Mm. I made plans and, like, just work at it. Do your research as well. You don't have to know everything. I literally researched a lot of my ideas. It was just Google searches. Mm-hmm. Search up, like I said, the ACSs, I search up what yeah. they do. So, like I said, if you want to do something, just re- research and just believe because it's your vision at the end of the day. Not, not everyone's going to see it, but when mm-hmm. you see the final piece, you're like, oh, yeah. wow, this thing actually works. So, that's how I say, like, believe in yourself and work. Work at what you think will work, I guess. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Um, I'm just going to backtrack it a bit. Um, going back to kind of... Actually, no, I'll ask you something else before that. Um, how is it uh, working as a team? What kind of... Uh, how big is your team? And like, what's kind of the dynamic in which you work? Is it all also over Zoom? Have you ever actually had a chance to meet in person at all? You you have actually met in person once before Christmas, didn't you? Yeah. Yeah, but um, um, what's kind of the challenges you've had as like working as a team? Is it uh, the committee? Yeah. Yeah. So there's four of us. So obviously, me, president. We have a secretary, a treasurer, and then we have someone who does the social media. So oh right. Okay. Cool. So finding that team was very hard because it wasn't too many people. But luckily, mm-hmm. all four of us were all friends. Yeah. Like my treasurer. Sorry, my secretary's called Robert. He lives, he lives with me. So yeah, that's good. And then my other friend, she's called Mez. She, she's the treasurer, and she literally lives like across the road. And then my social media guy Dylan, he lives again the same road. She lives. Oh right. <laughs> it's like it's just so convenient for us. Mm-hmm. Usually, what we do usually we have a group chat, so we usually make plans there. Mm-hmm. But the other time we'll have a meeting either on Zoom or. Because we live all so far, it's easy for us just to meet. So that then I was like, it's, at first, it was just dealing with trust. Because I'm someone who I'm quite independent. Yeah. So it's just figuring out how to. It's okay to rely on people. And at first, I was kind of sort of doing things, you know, myself. But I'd mm-hmm. ask here and there. But now, like, it's I just saw they even offer to do things. It's very easy for them to be like, oh yeah, we'll do this, we we'll do this, and everyone has their own way of working like they have their own like creativity and dynamics oh, right, so they okay. all offer different things for instance i'd have something in my head when i tell my social media person oh can you make this he would do something way better than i would think of and i'm like wow same with mm. like my secretary 
I was like, send this email. He will send the most posh, like, most well written email. Like, wow, my like, treasurer, she just knows like how to mm-hmm. deal with the money and stuff. So like, you never know if because we're friends, you never know if it will work well as a team mm-hmm. or bad. But generally, we work we work relatively well. Mm-hmm. Like, if we have any disagreements, it's easy for us to kind of sort it out and stuff. So mm-hmm. it's pretty good. cool. Yeah. Well, I'm glad that it's actually working really well for you. And it seems all really, really exciting. I'm going to backtrack a little bit, as I said before, and ask you what really intrigues you about other cultures? How, you've been engaging with them for quite a while now. What I, w- I don't want to say is like, what's your favorite culture or something like that, because I don't think that would really work. But um, what's kind of the thing that's excited you most about engaging with other cultures, seeing other people talk about their experiences and stuff like that in the multicultural society? Um, I think... Hmm, interesting question. I understand that like your meetings are quite neutral, yeah. but whenever people have done something like show and tell yeah. or um, where are you from? I think just the difference. I think two things, obviously, it's just, just one's the similarities. So are things, mm-hmm. do you do things like how we do? And two, it's just, I'm someone naturally who I just like seeing different things. So it's just, for instance, I think this girl on a site, she's from Spain, which was talking about how she eats like later yeah. on in the day. And I was like, wow, like, because I we usually eat probably like four or five. And then yeah. we eat like late, late. And that's very interesting to me. I think from, a, from, pers- from just people personally, seeing how passionate they are, themselves yeah. about their culture is quite interesting because they have a lot of national pride in like their sports teams mm-hmm. their music yeah their like artifacts and stuff it's just very interesting to see how, like what has affected their whole like up, what has affected them as a person mm-hmm. what from their culture has affected them mm-hmm. and it's just it's just so intriguing because obviously being in britain depending on where you live you may just only know one sort of culture probably your own from your parents and then yeah. you know the UK so it's just nice and refresh like if you live in somewhere like London you're seeing culture yeah, every day culture I guess somewhere day. here you're, you're not seeing too much so it's just refreshing just for everyone just to be like wow this is how people do this this is how people do that and I think just everyone should just look at other cultures because it's just very interesting mm-hmm. to see how, how they're raised how like Japan they're very respectful stuff like yeah. that so it's just very interesting to me mm-hmm. okay so Moving forward into the future, what is kind of your aim for the multicultural society? Uh, I don't know. I don't want to get into like the politics of what's happening with your committee in the following years. But what is your kind of like aim? What's your dream for the multicultural society? Are you hoping for it to get bigger or just get a closer personal connection? Or yeah, what's what's kind of going to happen? What do you think you want to happen with it? So at the start of the year, my goal... My big goal was to make it just more established, more established in Edgehill, and to make it mm-hmm. a more community feel. Because it, it, not when you say, oh, MCS, you know about MCS? People are like, what's that? Like, mm-hmm. this year, we made social media such a big thing because we wanted people to find out. And we've had people from my first, I'm in second year, we've had people from my year be like, wait, this was a thing? Like, we never knew. And it was, we've had so many second years, it just shocks me that, wow, we actually never knew. So I think making it more respected and just, for instance, things like, you know, sign language, animist, mm-hmm. Christian Union even, like, they're very, everyone knows about them, very respected. 
But I want MCS to be at that level where Edge was like, okay, this is a society that we recognize. This is something that we maybe invest into. This is something that, you know, like just, and then the community also just make, like I said, if you don't come to all the sessions, but you just know, ah, oh, that's that guy from there, that's that guy from mm. there. Like yeah. we've had people who don't really come, but they've just built friendships from our group chat. Yeah. I think that, and just make, just a safe space for people just to come and chill out. Like, for instance, if you're not someone who's, like, a big drinker, just make it a safe place to have, mm-hmm. like, a nice little games night, you know, a nice discussion, just anything. But make, I hope, just when I leave, that, like, the Multicultural Society is just a big thing in Edge Hill and that Edge Hill themselves mm-hmm. know about it. Yeah, that's awesome. Um, I was going to ask you something else. I've, you've answered this one. Oh, you've answered this question. And you've answered this one. Um... You've, oh, yeah, you've answered this one as well. Wow, you're really good. Um, so, there's two things I want to kind of draw on. Is a little bit about your personal experience. You come from a Ghanaian, I don't know if I'm pronouncing that per, correct, Ghanaian. Ghanaian background, yeah. is that right? And um, what, how has that kind of impacted your upbringing? What are the cultural aspects of being Ghanaian that you've brought up and as well as like living in Scotland which isn't exactly mm-hmm. like London yeah. you say you know um, and how has that impacted your view of maybe other cultures or British culture and how does that does is there any influence from that culture that goes into things like your leadership or the way that you do things in your society there was a lot to unpack there mm-hmm. so I hope you got all because uh, I probably won't remember yeah, it all so, <laughs> I guess how's the Ghanaian so in Ghana, it's very respectful, like respectful to your, you know, parents. Mm-hmm. Very, there's a big emphasis on like excellence, making mm-hmm. sure. I don't know if this is actually Ghanaian or just my dad, but I would say it's generally like people from Nigeria, Ghana, all them, mm-hmm. do you have the same thing of don't just do the bare minimum. Like if a test, if a test says only get 50%, you should get 100%. Like that's mm-hmm. how we've always been brought up. And just be very hardworking. It's something that obviously in my society of I didn't know how to be a leader, I didn't know how to run a society, so I worked so hard in summer just to get there. And people are social like, What you weren't hard like I thought this was natural, I'm like, no, I've trained so hard. I think just the energy as well from Guardians are very vibrant people, very mm-hmm. expressive people. So I guess that's helped me express myself. Mm-hmm. Like when I host I don't I'm not like, Hey guys, welcome to like I'm very hey guy like I'm very expressive yeah like that's for my guardian side as well and I think growing up in Scotland I don't know, like obviously I, I had a bit of time in London and that you're just surrounded by everywhere but growing up in Scotland it's like a big shot out of the wall like I'm just <laughs> you there's there are communities though where I live Specifically for like we had this like thing called African Caribbean like not society sorry like a fellowship yeah it's like a Christian thing where this one in Glasgow and Edinburgh as well and we sometimes meet up so there are communities out there so I think what it did was it made me appreciate people similar to me growing up mm-hmm. in a place like Scotland first when I came to Edgehill this this was the most I've ever seen since really? I was young of like just so many diverse people I remember I was at a party once like wow like this is insane yeah. and I, I feel like it's just 
made me appreciate meeting other like when I meet other people there's a sort of oh we, we you feel safe mm-hmm. I think and I think that's impacted how I run the multicultural society because people say they feel safe it's a safe space to come mm-hmm. to be themselves so I'll say that and then yeah the hard working aspect I feel like it's just how like I I go and I go like I said don't just do Birmingham go above I really go above and beyond like I do a lot of research mm-hmm. on other cultures other than Africa like for instance Chinese I did a lot of research on that I did a lot of research on like Diwali even different religions just so I can cater to everyone and you know mm-hmm. not just this isn't just like a job this is actually something I'm passionate about so I think yeah that. that's pretty cool uh, you briefly mentioned uh, engaging with other religions, other beliefs, mm-hmm. um, and I know we've had a conversation about this before. Yeah. Uh, what's it like? Have you had the chance to kind of even have like a conversation about what Muslims believe in, mm-hmm. or do you have any other people who believe uh, any other faiths besides uh, Islam? So I think in our society we have. So we have Christians. Mm-hmm. There's even people like Emmanuel from our church. Yeah. That comes. We have obviously there's a lot of you know people from Islam, and mm-hmm. I think we have the Catholics as well that dabble like here and there. Mm-hmm. So, so off, obviously off. So in our call, sometimes we'll just be like, oh, if you want to stay in chat. So not necessarily specifically in the sessions. But yeah, but we will just have conversations. Not necessarily about the beliefs, but just how it's been, like have how it's been having your religion at uni. For instance, I'll speak about it just like as a not in a session, but maybe if I meet them up and we're just at mm-hmm. McDonald's, we'll actually just yeah. talk about our religion, and it's just very interesting to see some similarities, some differences, mm-hmm. re- even reasons why you have your religion and funny enough like tomorrow we'll be having a collaboration with this Christian Union yeah (laughs) about it and just and I think that'll be a good way because obviously you have a lot of Christians you have a lot of Islam and even just people who like I said dabble in between they're not sure what to even believe Mm -hmm. and I think having that it's not something I don't think I've ever really had we've just talked we've just talked about how it's been oh we pray this way we For instance, I had a conversation with someone and we're talking about how, like, for instance, this is a, I don't know if it's a Ghanaian thing, it just depends what you believe in. Like, my dad will pray, like, send, like, before I go to you, he'll pray me off. Someone's yeah. like, oh, yeah, yeah, like, they're from Islam. Their parents will also pray them off so they're in good spirits. We're even talking about, like, praying against things that may affect you, like, spirits or whatever. Yeah. Similar things of religious. They'll say, oh, yeah, we have, like, similar like spirits yeah. and stuff like that so that's interesting so I feel like tomorrow's conversation will just be interesting to see like the real differences and similarities and stuff like that yeah so I think. has anyone been overly well not overly but at all like critical of Christianity from either an atheist or someone who may might just be a cultural Christian or even from Muslims um for Christianity I don't think we've talked much Christianity we've had people who they talk about why they're not as religious and mm-hmm. because maybe I think what it is maybe the church they went to isn't mm-hmm. necessarily it just doesn't appeal to them so they've even said they've even like admitted to us oh maybe if I go to a different church maybe if I yeah. went to a different church that will help mm-hmm. 
but I don't know if people have been overly critical to us, but they may talk about, if they're critical of anything, it'll be more their culture than religions, because some yeah. people's just upbringing, mm-hmm. it may not necessarily be the religion's fault, so I'll be from that sense, but I don't know if I've, we haven't really had, like I said, we haven't had a big religion discussion yet, so no mm-hmm. one's really had time to maybe criticise or anything. Is that some? Is like a big religious discussion something you don't really want to get into? Do you think it would be a bit too difficult to try and manage without saying, uh, like maybe insulting someone or or getting really passionate? Do you think that's a conversation you could have, or do you feel as though it's something you shouldn't really focus on in your meeting or kind of be a huge part of your meeting? Yeah, that's interesting. Um, see, I have a thought too much but I would say like a bit of both yeah like the conversation we're going to have like in our collaboration is more on your personal experiences so it's not much analysis so it's like it's quite neutral questions open-ended but I do I do feel like you know maybe I would be a bit scared because like yes you just don't know if you say will say the wrong thing yeah if some people could be... I feel in our societies, we're all very respectful. For mm-hmm. example, respectful. Like, for instance, we had a Christmas party. I made sure we all got, like, halal meat just yeah. to, like, cater to, yeah. like, Islam. But it's like, we're all very respectful. Mm-hmm. And we're all... Because, like, not everyone is, you know. Mm-hmm. So we're all very respectful. So I feel like if we did have a conversation, it wouldn't... No one would attack... But it is something that I do think, oh, I don't know if I can have. Like, it's easier to have, like I said, if you're at, like, a coffee yeah. with a few friends, then focus it. And even this topic, I was a bit, oh, should I do religion? Yeah. Like, I don't know how people feel, but I feel like mm-hmm. the people we have, they're quite open. Mm. So let's just go for it and then, you know, yeah. whatever comes from it. Yeah, comes maybe that can be something you could be open for in the future. Yeah. And it, I guess it gives you an avenue to talk about your own faith as well which is really great um i think we're gonna leave it there thank you so so much nuku you've been absolutely amazing uh you've been very informative and it's really great to see kind of your passion and Mm -hmm. and your skill and how much you've learned just being part of the multicultural society Mm um yeah um before we go is there anything that you would like prayer for specifically for the society well it can be either for you personally or for society it could be assignments like I know you've just come back from Scotland so and you asked for prayer for getting back and you managed to make it eventually like a week late (laughs) (laughs) but like anything yeah I would say do you know what I would say for everyone just that any because it's a tall and challenging time you know during mm-hmm. this season you know online and stuff so just anyone including myself who are maybe struggling with assignments maybe it's packing on i pray that you know they have a steady mind and know mm-hmm. that things will be well i guess i pray pray for our discussion tomorrow like how we're talking about we don't know how it's going to go. It could, yeah. it could go left. It could go well. I pray that that discussion we have, you know, like people are open. Maybe even, 
like there's people in my society I think I've talked to you about it, who are they said they grew up Christian but they don't know of the right yeah. church maybe this discussion will yeah you know seeing people yeah. talk they'll be like oh maybe I want to get into this more so I think that's something that I want for certain people obviously it's up to them but like that's something I want for certain people tomorrow awesome yeah we'll be praying so yeah thank you very much and good night good morning good day yeah